0: You're listening to Closer Look.
1: Here's Alex Gregory. With me tonight is Keith Obilana, the director of Pepperdine University's Microenterprise program. Keith, what exactly is
0: Microenterprise? So Microenterprise for us is kind of defined as a small business that can be launched with under $5,000. The program works specifically with economically disadvantaged individuals. Most of our clients come to us from... A homeless shelter located someplace in the city and we're partnered with several different uh, homeless shelters and so during that 15 weeks we actually go out to the shelters and we pick up clients we'll work with about 20 clients per semester we pick up the clients and we bring them to Pepperdine once a week Um, and then each of the clients is partnered with a team of Pepperdine students um, that help that client go through the program and ultimately develop a business plan for a small business idea so each week that the clients come to campus, they're given a lecture on a specific topic relevant to the business plan. And then after the lecture, they have a working lunch session with their Pepperdine student team where they take the lecture and put it into action and, and actually start to write the business plan. Well,
1: working with so many different clients and students, there could be some conflicting ideas about what makes a great business. Is there a way to bridge that gap? So that people who have similar thoughts on things like that are paired together?
0: So we try to do our best in pairing the students with a client that has a business idea that the student might be connected with. We do our best to do that, but it is somewhat difficult for multiple reasons. One is that um, our clients, when when we're setting up the teams, our clients may not actually know what business that they want to start. And we lead them through an idea generation process to help them come up with an idea. And then secondly, it's just, um, you know, students interests don't always line up with whatever the clients have. Uh, But we do do our best to try and make that happen. One of the things that we also work on is because this is a collaboration between multiple schools at Pepperdine, including the law school and the business school, is we try to pair each one of our clients up with at least one business student and one law student.
1: And the law students aren't necessarily specializing in, say, criminal law. They're more interested in Things like drawing up corporate contracts rather than, say, presenting arguments in a shoplifting
0: case? Right, absolutely, absolutely. And, and a lot of the law students that participate are interested in business law um, or transactional law. Um, so and, and Pepperdine actually has a, a... It's a JD MBA program, so they get their law degree and their MBA all at one go.
1: If those participating in the program find themselves in a bit of a pickle. Do they have a mentor or someone they can bounce ideas off of?
0: Yeah, so generally the the students are the actual mentors, but the faculty are, are very involved as well. We have faculty that teach various classes for the program Um, and then obviously the students can reach out to their faculty members for for help on certain items if for instance they're having trouble figuring out part of the financial sheets they'll reach out to their their professors for a little bit of help with that or the marketing Um, and even even though the law students are not practicing law they can reach out to their law professors to get a little bit of insight into a particular industry or topic.
1: There are so many hoops to jump through when starting up a brand new business. But one of the most important things that has to happen early on is, of course, business capital. Is there a process where clients get a chance to explore funding options?
0: Yeah, so um, there, there's quite quite a big process to getting a business off the ground for anybody, and especially the, the clients and the demographic that we're dealing with. So generally, after the 15-week program, we have a graduation ceremony, and during the graduation ceremony, our our clients get to pitch their idea to the audience. Based off of their work during the program and their pitch and their idea, we offer uh, them access to an incubator where they get to start to test their ideas and, and show proof of concept for their ideas. For example, if we have a client that wants to bake cupcakes, for instance, they can go through the whole process of writing a business plan, but we don't actually know if they know how to bake or not. They could say they do, but we need to find that out. So we'll put them into our incubator. We'll give them access to a little bit of resources and equipment we say hey bake us some cupcakes and what we're looking for is whether or not the client has the skill set to do what they're proposing for one secondly we we, that helps us to analyze their their cost structure and then we go out there and we try to sell the cupcakes and see if we can actually sell them at a price point that makes sense so we're, we're verifying all the stuff that they put into their business plan and the idea behind that is if we can show proof of concept then we they're much better positioned to get some sort of funding, whether that be through a grant or a loan or an equity investment even.
1: Okay, so our cupcake baker graduates and uh-huh. um, they have their proof of concept. They were able to sell some cupcakes at a, um, a price that the market would bear. Is it primarily grants and loans that they would get their seed money or are there angel investors in the audience watching the, um, the, the graduation ceremony itself?
0: Yeah, all of the above, and and we've had we've had all of the above happen, and that is that is a negotiation that happens between our client and the individual. Pepperdine does not get involved in that aspect of it. So um, we've had grants been given, um, we've had loans been given, and we've had equity investments. And the back the Bank of California is actually one of our major sponsors for the program, and they've been really essential in helping our clients really take that. Um, next level in launching the business and say take the cupcake example for instance what the Bank of California would do or has done in the past is say you know what we want to order from you 500 cupcakes for various events that we are going to have throughout the year here's the money up front bake us some cupcakes every couple months we'll give you a call we'll take a hundred cupcakes at a time and so what they're doing is they're giving them the the cash that they need up front or the capital that they need up front to buy the equipment and inventories. And then, um, the client is able to supply them with the product down the road. So our newly minted entrepreneur
1: has their dream. They have a plan of action and they have their startup capital,
0: but they hit a snag. Are they on their own at this point? What Pepperdine does on a long-term basis is that uh, we provide ongoing mentorship to the clients. So we help them with their whatever it is that they're working on, whether it's solidifying contracts or um, we do a lot of back-end stuff like bookkeeping and record-keeping and really teaching them how to do that the idea is that they'll become self-sufficient but a lot of our clients I mean we have a lot of clients that don't have an education we have a lot of clients that don't use a computer and so we're having to teach them that as well as teach them how to run a business and operate a business
1: so depending on the client uh, that dictates where you actually start as far as where level one actually is Correct.
0: And, and we, we try to, when we're, when we're taking people into the program, we try to identify people that are kind of starting at a higher level, but we're not going to say no to people who aren't at that level. If they're willing to work for it, then we're willing to work with them.
1: So Mary, our cupcake baker, wants uh, Mary's Bakes to be successful. Uh, mm-hmm. She's gone through the uh, program. At some point during the 15-week semester or during a follow-up, is there a marketing course or how would they learn since marketing is of course a little bit different from just the day-to-day operations of a business.
0: Right. So during the 15 week portion of the program where they're writing a business plan, we actually have some marketing people come in and talk about marketing and they have to develop as part of their business plan a marketing strategy. And then once they complete the business plan, when they're in the incubator, we'll help them take some of the next steps in that marketing strategy. Um, we'll help them with, with building a very simple website. We'll help them with getting their business cards and flyers going. Um, and then, you know, depending on the skill set of the client themselves, we can help them with some of their photography if they need help with that, um, like product photography to get on their website um, and that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, our clients need to be able to sell their own product, right? They need to be the ones that are going out there and, and drumming up business and knocking on doors and handing out cards and doing the work that it takes to build a successful business.
1: Right. At the end of the day, the client needs to be able to stand on their own two feet.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: All right, and it sounds like you guys have you know a very thorough program uh, already set up <laughs> and everything. Um, how has the community at large responded or gotten involved?
0: The community at large is is very much behind the program. Um, the, it's obvious that in, in the city of Los Angeles, I mean. There's a there's a huge issue with homelessness, and everybody's aware of it, and everyone's looking for solutions to that problem. Um, we don't necessarily have the solution by any means, but we have a solution that can help some people um, gain financial independence, and one of the things that I should emphasize is that as a program, we, we are starting small, micro-businesses, and the idea is, and we emphasize this during the program that our clients need to get a job if they don't have a job. That's, that's their number one priority if they don't have a job. And what we're trying to help them do is start a small business that can supplement their income. Um, a lot of times entrepreneurs, especially our clients, come in thinking that I'm going to start this business and I'm not going to have to work a job and it's just going to provide all my needs. And that's just not a reality. So it's get a job and start a small business to supplement your income, work hard at it, and maybe one day you get to quit the job and do the business full time. So going back to your question though about how the community has come around them, it's been really amazing to see the community come and support um, the clients that we work with. Oftentimes our clients have been just beat up by life and to have people come around them and believe in them again and, and give them hope again is really transformational.
1: If you're just joining us, thanks for spending some time with us. With me tonight is Keith Obilana, the director of Pepperdine University's Micro Enterprise Program. The program helps those living in homelessness find a way forward by showing them how to get a small business up and running. It can be really hard in those first quarters for a new business. You may end up working 60 to 80 hours a week. Part of that may just be to be able to put food on the table. Keith, is that something your clients learn up front?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that is a reality for many of our clients. And, and what, we, what we will see is that some clients will start to drop off um, and, and for good reasons. And oftentimes they'll get a job and they'll say, you know what? I've got a job. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm able to move out of my shelter and into permanent housing. And they're absolutely happy with that. And we consider that a success. Um, and then there's those that will do that, but they, they have it in them to start this business and they'll keep pushing past that. And we, you know, if they're willing to work, we're willing to work with them and we'll keep working with them until we can get them um, revenue positive. Have there been any stories
1: of clients who were just wildly successful when they came out of this program?
0: Yeah, um, wild success stories for us, anyways, <laughs> for micro businesses. Um, you know, one of our clients, one of our favorite clients, uh, her name is Omara, and she runs a little cleaning business, Omara's Cleaning. And she actually has a has a, a job, a full time job. She works for the Giving Keys here in in Los Angeles, who's one of our our. Uh, organization partners and um, but she came through our program and she started her little cleaning business and it's really cool because she actually had her children um, were removed from her several years back and she's been working really hard to reconnect with them and they live about an hour away and she's been able to start her business which is providing her um, supplemental income and because of that she's been able to get a car she drives to see her kids every single weekend and as a mom um, being able to be to reunite with their kids and some it's even some of the little things like she says I'm able to take my kids to McDonald's and buy them something when I'm seeing them and giving her that sense of of pride to be able to provide for her family as she continues to work to get full custody back
1: yeah I don't think there's really a price tag that you can put on that but that's definitely a success story
0: yeah absolutely absolutely So what would you
1: say the future of the program looks like?
0: That's actually a conversation that we are all having right now. There's still some things um, in the program that we're working out and just figuring out as we go, but... The the big picture is we would really love to see this program launched at universities across the nation that that have a heart and a capacity to, to operate a program like this and really affect change in their cities.
1: And would you say one of the hurdles that has to be overcome with more and more universities opening up such a program, just the commitment and the, the combined resources or what are some of those hurdles, I guess I yeah.
0: should ask? so so internally some of those issues are just you know how do you take something that is so hands-on and make it scalable right it takes a lot of manpower to do that a lot of people working one-on-one with with clients a lot of people um, who understand business and understand the mechanisms that would make a business successful so being able to find those people and us being able to develop a system that is replicable at other universities and then there's obviously the financial component the other universities need to be able to um, raise the, the funding to operate a program like this at their school.
1: Keith, would you say there's a certain point when some of the clients have a transformative moment, when all that despair, hopelessness, when all of that just melts away and they have a bit more of a snap in their step?
0: Yeah, that that actually happens quite frequently, and it goes back to the thing that, or well, one of the things that I said earlier about um, when our clients come to us, and they are sitting in this environment, of an an academic environment at a prestigious university, and they have these students that are pursuing graduate degrees that are spending their time volunteering their time to sit with our clients and believe in our clients and believe in their potential to do more in their life and to, to not just be what they've been told they are their whole life. It's almost instantaneous to see it.
1: Our thanks to Keith Obilana in Pepperdine University for sharing about the microenterprise program Pepperdine offers to help those living in homelessness find a path forward. For Closer Look, I'm Alex Gregory.
0: This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com.